subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. I'm always high on the hogs, you guys. I'm high. Well, I'm not high right now, but my day is young. My odometer's way up there. I'm that 2018 that's already got 130,000 miles on it. The Razorbacks rush across the field to get that boot. Tommy, Chuck, and Ty, you guys are the gold standards of sports talk radio. He bleeds to Arkansas. Ty's got good hair. All right, let's talk to our friend Richard Davenport, who now joins us on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Richard, do you have a, a baseball team, an MLB team that you follow, man? You know, I, I, it, it's strange, but uh, I, I was never a big Cardinals fan. I was uh, growing up, I was a Cincinnati Reds fan, oh, wow. uh, the big red machine. But uh, no, I really don't. I, I guess the, what, it goes back to like any other professional sport, whatever uh, team has the most Razorbacks or, you know, as a, you know, familiar Razorback or somebody like that. But, uh, you know, Tommy hit it, uh, hit it on, hit it on the nail about, uh, baseball. It, uh, and the, and the loss of the popularity of the game. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's sad to see, but, uh, it's, it's, it's a football country. It really is. I mean, as far as, Overall, as far as uh, fans and, and the amount of interest in a particular sport, why do you think that is? What what has changed it with, you know, probably starting with my generation? Because I think yours your generation was probably the last one to pay attention on a daily basis to Major League Baseball. What what has changed it in your mind? Uh, you know, I think especially with the younger generation, just uh, it can be a little bit of a boring game. Uh, uh, I think they've addressed it a little bit, uh, over the last few years, but I, I I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. I, I never really had a problem. I've never really had a problem with sports going long. Yeah. Never. I've, I've, I've loved that, but, uh, I, 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 I don't know. I really don't know other than I, I think the, the lack of action on a consistent basis uh, probably hurts the sport. I think it's fantasy football. I think fantasy really? football. Yep, I think fantasy football has just made people so so all in, and and fantasy baseball is just almost too much because it's daily and it's too it's too much involvement, too much. You know, I know you can say, well, you set your lineup in five minutes. Well, how many times? Yeah, you it's forget? much more than that. How, let much, me tell how, you. how, how, how often would you forget to do Never. that? Never. I mean, ever. No, no, no. In, in baseball, if you had to do oh, it like every day. Oh, yeah, it would be a distraction, right. no question. But in football, it's once a week, right? Mm-hmm. And it may take well, – I think fantasy football has consumed this younger generation, and that's, that's – I think that's part of it. There, I don't think there is one answer, but I think fantasy football is part of – You probably made a good point. Yeah, and I think the number of games, too. I mean, with, with football, every game means something. Uh, baseball, 162 – uh, hey, if you go on a, a 10, 12 uh, game losing streak, you can come back and get hot and uh, get back into contention. Uh, I think I think that kind of hurts too because it, it's kind of like I'll, I'll be honest with you, NBA basketball, eighty two games. I, I really focus uh, on the uh, on the postseason. I really focus on the regular season. That's the same with baseball. 
And we also got a couple texts here on the McCarty Daniel Hotline, Richard, about blackouts and it being difficult to watch certain teams on certain games. I, I don't understand the, the different specifics and the ins and outs, but I know that I have some people I talk to that are often frustrated while they can't catch their favorite team in a certain area at a certain time. Yeah, but there, there, there ought to be a TV package or something that uh, people can get. I mean, if they're looking for, you know, ticket sales and stuff like that, I mean, they, they could maybe well, make it up with with that that type of thing. I, I don't know. Yeah, they got they got an MLB package you can buy to get them all, but I, I shouldn't have to buy that to watch the Cardinals when I'm six hours from their stadium. Yeah, and that's that. You're, you're right. That's part of it. I mean, it, it, it's they're they're archaic TV restrictions. Um, also, don't allow you to be a fan of the team you want to be a fan of. It's it's nuts. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, when you, when they look at the, I heard you guys talk about the World Series ratings. I, I think I think uh, baseball will have to reevaluate everything going forward, and and, and they won't soon. And yeah. they won't because they still think they're America's pastime, and they are not anymore. And then we're talking with Richard Davenport this morning here on the McCarty Daniel Hotline, Whole Hog Sports, Arkansas Democrat. Democrat said, Richard, let's ask you some football questions. Did get the announcement on Monday. The Auburn game next weekend is going to be at 3 o'clock again, November the 11th. How important was that for Sam Pittman and his staff for it not to be an 11 a.m. game, especially after their last game in that road stretch? Yeah, the last game, there was about 40 kids. Usually uh, for, for uh, games in the afternoon or evening, you're looking at anywhere from uh, 60 to 70, something like that. So uh, they had a pretty pretty impressive uh, list of out of state kids that, uh, for the Mississippi State game that didn't uh, that had a, not like an open date. It just it was just like perfect timing for them. But still, it was a, it was a, it was a smaller uh, amount of uh, recruits that uh, showed up than than, than usual. So uh, I would anticipate about 60 to 80. Uh, coming for the uh, Auburn game versus the 40 or so that showed up for the Mississippi State. I know this weekend Coach Pittman was talking about recruiting. Him and his staff are not going to be out, and he doesn't go out regardless, but his staff's not going to go out and recruit in Florida uh, this weekend because of the importance of this game. That's not normal, is it? Yeah, it, well, actually, it, it just it, you, you get 42 evaluation days. So they last okay. week, uh, last Friday, they used 10. Uh, because they had ten coaches out, and uh, they had other coach, uh, they had coaches out uh, 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 some previous weeks too. I don't know exactly the number that the, they've used, but I would bet that they're close to using their forty-two. And then, like you said, uh, there, there's there's certain times when I've in in the past, not only just this uh, uh, coaching staff in the past, I, I, I would uh, check and. And ask, hey, are you 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 getting you getting out? You're gonna go out and uh, you know visit schools uh, that Friday before that that this particular game, road game, and and a lot of times they'd say no. We're totally focused on the game, and and, and I think hey, with this game, you totally understand why they're totally focused, especially with offense. Offensively, you 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 that offensive uh, staff needs to be in. Uh, with that offensive uh, unit uh, in case there's any kind of questions going forward, especially before the game. Richard Davenport with us on the McClarty-Daniel hotline. Uh, Richard, we've had several texts throughout the season wondering about Drake Lindsay, the quarterback at Fayetteville, who's committed to Minnesota. He's had like 
like 40 touchdowns this year. Fayetteville's going to win the 7A West. They're going to be one of the favorites along with Conway and Bryant probably to, to win the 7A title. He's going to Minnesota. Um, family's a, a legacy name. I don't have to explain much when you talk about the Lindsay name. Um, tell us about Drake and his season. Obviously, his team's done well. Why isn't he going to be a Razorback? Well, he, he, he has attended uh, football, uh, uh, summer camps in the past, and he did so this past uh, June. So, uh, uh, obviously, Arkansas made the decision not to, to extend an offer, uh, and you know, for whatever reason. And so, you know, that's 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 pretty it's pretty much it in a nutshell. They've evaluated him, uh, and uh, they just haven't decided to to move on him. But uh, obviously, you're right. I mean, last year, this year, he, he's just putting up incredible numbers and his accuracy, every everything. I mean, he's got the size, yeah, you know, he, and, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those type deals where you, you're, you're kind of surprised, but uh, it happens, uh, you know, with kids that you, you tend to think that would have a good opportunity to, to get an offer, but uh, that, that didn't. Yeah. He'll be someone I'll follow, and, and I think we'll all root for, even if he's not in Fayetteville. And I, I wonder, yeah. because just the way the game's played, I'm you know I'm not trying to forecast something here, but you know this is often how things set up. We've already seen it in the portal. Someone leaves here, out of, goes out of state, plays somewhere else, and they, they wind up back here under different circumstances. I don't know if that's what will happen there, but you know sometimes the path home takes you out of town first. That, exactly. There's no guarantee where, you know, especially in this day and age with a portal, like you said, there's no guarantee that uh, you, you finish wherever you sign. So, uh, you know, I, 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 in a few years we'll know. But, uh, you know, you wish you the best luck. He's a good young man, and he, he's obviously, like we said, he's having a heck of a season, and he did last year too. Very talented kid. Speaking of high school football, it's week 10 a number of big, big games around the state that decide at, at all different levels that are going to decide conference titles. A lot of attention to be paid, I think, in two places. Uh, one game with Conway and Bryant, one game with Little Rock Christian and, uh, and Greenwood. Uh, Richard, give us a little insight on both of those matchups that I think uh, around the state will garner the most attention. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, obviously you got Walker White uh, for, uh, for Little Rock Christian. Uh, Auburn commitment quarterback, and then uh, Kane Archer, the 26th Arkansas uh, target, uh, considered one of the better quarterbacks in the country in the 26th class. I, I think, you know, just just from a, a, a casual fan standpoint, you're probably going to be most interested in that. But at the same time, and then you get Bryant and and Conway, and coach, you know, Coach Buck James, and, and you know, we talked about him last week and, and what he's done. I think he's, he's won. 61 or 62 consecutive games, uh, about 60 of them uh, in uh, in-state, uh, as far as uh, in-state competition. But former school, uh, he's undefeated. Uh, Brian, I think, lost one game. Uh, that that those, those are the those are the two games that you're definitely going to be fo- focused on. And, and uh, yeah, you know, you know, Brian's wanting to, to uh, you know take it to the former coach, but at the same time. Hard to uh, count against uh, Buck James. Richard, last thing before we let you go, it's a text here on the McCarty Daniel Hotline about Jalen Dupree, the outstanding Malva running back. We've seen a great running back come out of there before. Uh, he's wondering. This is from uh, 
Brandon in El Dorado wondering about why Arkansas has a recruit. He's currently committed to Colorado State. Um, I know he's not one of the more heralded recruits in the class of 2024, but um, your thoughts on maybe him potentially getting an offer by Arkansas at some point? Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen because uh, they, they basically got uh, two uh, running backs committed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaden Ball is, is, is definitely going to play running back. Uh, and then Juju Pope from Mississippi, he could play safety or he could play running back at Arkansas. So I think the numbers just won't allow that. And they've evaluated Jalen, and they just haven't, uh, again, kind of like the Drake Lindsay situation, uh, they just haven't uh, decided to move forward on him. So uh, he's, he's a great kid, and he's obviously put up great numbers to, at Malvern, and uh, I've seen him play. And uh, he's a tough runner, and, uh, but, uh, you know, just, it just hasn't happened. Bonus question, then you can go for real. Uh, basketball season looks to be... Uh, I think it's ramped up a notch or two after what happened with Purdue. Your thoughts on the season ahead, and then what can maybe those Saturday atmospheres do to help recruiting, not just with basketball, but the other sports on campus uh, throughout January and February? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, uh, especially, you know, you've heard so many times with football guys, and, you know, mostly we talk talk, talk to football guys who visit during – basketball games and and uh and they're just uh, just just blown away and they're, they 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 think okay magnify that by three and a half times more you know around 70 76,000 people and this, that's the type of environment that you're going to see at the you know Razorback uh, stadium and uh, just the enthusiasm and just the passion that the fans have it's it's uh something that uh, not a lot of schools have a lot of schools uh, several schools are can compete with the Arkansas fan base, but uh, uh, not a lot. And uh, so I think it's really big. And, and just what they did on Saturday, uh, you know, I, I looked out there. Brazil was out there with uh, four of the, the newcomers as far as uh, tra- uh, transfer guys. And it, it just blew, blows me away how they looked like so like in midseason form, really, uh, with so many new guys, and that's a tribute to Coach Muss and, and the staff. But uh, uh, this this team's obviously very deep, and uh, what happened on Saturday is very promising. Going, you know, you know, for the season. Richard, we'll leave it there this morning, man. We appreciate your time as always. We'll catch up next week, and hopefully, there'll be some positive news coming out of Florida after Gainesville this weekend. Hope so too, guys. You take care, and thanks for having me. Now, you mentioned the crowd atmosphere potentially helping out football and baseball as well for recruiting and, of course, basketball recruits. I, I found it interesting listening to L. Ellis on Monday night on Eric Musselman Live at Sassy's, listening to him talk about the atmosphere. That was the best experience I've ever had in college. So for my second game at Bud, I want to see all those fans in there. I'm extremely grateful for that. That's what I wanted from my last stop in college, to have somewhere that every game is sold out, you know, playing in front of a big crowd and having experiences like that. Here's a guy that played Juco ball, played at a terrible Louisville team, and his first real game, and I know UT Tyler, the four or whatever, but that's not the... That's like the, I don't know, it's the low point because you got these non-conference games, but in terms of the big-time games coming in, that might be the lowest amount of people in Bud Walton all year. I mean, 15,000 scanned tickets, you'll have sixteen or 17,000 plus for every marquee Saturday game on your schedule, plus Duke, which we know is going to be insane this year. And I, I don't know, I was watching on TV like you, Big C was there. I mean, 
on television, it presented like more than 15. It sure seemed like a Saturday SEC crowd. Now, they didn't pan the upper deck, but, mm -hmm. you know, was there 15 there, or do you think there was more there? Or have you been enough to have a, a good feel for what it what it is? Well, let's see. I don't think I've been to a real raucous atmosphere in Bud Walton, but other than the exhibition, and I know, I know it can, That was a good one. I know it can get a lot more. But that's intense. the low. That's what I'm saying. That's the low. If L is excited about that, that's like the, the low, low bar of the marquee games that you'll have. These, game, yeah. of the I mean, Tennessee. Alcorn State may not go. Yeah, and that's on Monday of the like the Tennessees, of the Auburns, of uh, the Kentucky, the Duke. There might be one other game I'm missing, but all those games, even Duke if it's will on be the, the Zenith. You were yeah. at the Alabama Maybe. Game. It was similar to that last okay. year. Ty, that if Arkansas is particularly if they're if they go and win in the Bahamas and they're undefeated, that will be the biggest, the hardest ticket, the best crowd of your lifetime. Mm -hmm. Can't wait. It'll be it'll be the UNLV to all of us old dudes. You know that remember that game back. And in if you win, it'll probably Hill. pass it at that point. And I think we went and got some men. So I think maybe we're ready yeah, for we it. get some men. For okay, a game like that this time. Thanksgiving dinner will be memorable this year at the historic Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in Hot Springs. Thursday, November 23rd from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the Venetian Dining Room. You'll have a salad bar, carving station, hot buffet items, and desserts featuring traditional and unique items. Over 12 dine for $58 per person, under 12 for $29, and under 6 eat free. Reservations required. Must have credit card to hold reservations. Call 501-623-7771 or log on at our ArlingtonHotel.com slash dining for reservations and complete menu items. Call or text the McClarty Daniel hotline at 877-377-6963. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. When you're looking for a new car, you want to shop for a vehicle you love with an organization you trust. You've probably heard that McCarty Daniel means making deals, but what I'm inspired by the most is that McCarty Daniel means making a difference in our community. When you buy a vehicle with McCarty Daniel, you reinvest right here in the community, in our schools, in our little leagues, in our food banks, and our people. So you're not just making a purchase, you're making a difference too. Come see us at any of our six locations in Northwest Arkansas. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. For your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. My dad did recommend to me not to drive my usual pace down to Little Rock where I'm flying out this weekend because there are several cops out mm. there, apparently. And by the way, uh, Dan in Mount Ida wants to make a note of clarification. We are not going... We're coming off of daylight savings time, Ty. We are moving back to standard time for for a brief few months. Then we'll I, go back. I don't really know what that means. I'm just going to try and get on my flight on Sunday. Uh, let's see. Ty, another text from JT Hot Springs. Would you rather the Hogs be 1-10 behind enemy lines and you fall in love or be 2-9 and, and you're still single? 2-9 mm. and nine still single. Thank you. 
I'd much rather have an Arkansas win than fall in love this weekend, to be quite honest. Yeah, he falls in love every weekend. Yeah, guys. and it's probably end up going to... There's probably a combination of both this weekend. I don't think that will be a beef of mine this weekend. You mentioned your beef. Do you have another one? You know, I don't know if this is a beef, but I bet this has happened to you guys or someone out there listening. This is about two weeks ago. I'm on the line. I'm on the phone. I get a call from a number I don't have on my phone, right? It just shows up. It's a 479 number. Doesn't leave a voicemail. And I mean, I'm in the, I'm in the sales business, so I call the number back. Mm-hmm. And it, escort service? No. Okay. It was, I'd have had that number saved. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it, 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 and it's someone I know. It's a, a, an acquaintance of mine, and, but they didn't call me. They said, I've been in a meeting for 45 minutes. My phone's been face down. Oh, I said, well, I just had a missed call. Telemarker. From your, he, got, he didn't have, his, he did not have my number saved in his phone. I did not have, I mean, that, that's, you know, someone I met, you know, a while back and I've known for a number of years, but never had been close enough that we had their numbers. He didn't call me. I didn't call, I called that number. That That's the craziest stuff ever. Has that ever happened to you? I've never had, and this is, uh, I mean, I, you know, I've had people where I, I had like a missed call from you mm-hmm. and I call you, I didn't call you. And it was a telemarketer. I've, I've answered it before where I, I've answered it before thinking it was some, uh, someone that I have contact and it's a telemarketer. Maybe they yeah. find a you way nuts. to trick you into thinking right. it's like one of your friends. And so I call this guy, he goes, man, I've been in a meeting for 45. I swear I did not call you. I was like, well, I swear I had a missed number from this call for our missed uh, call from this number. He wasn't just pranking you. No, well, yeah, no. Wow. He didn't have my number too, but he didn't know my number because when he answered, he didn't know who it was. Who was it? Call him out. No, I'm well, not going to do that. Put him on a, a uh, polygraph. He, he didn't do anything wrong. I, didn't, I mean, it, yeah, no, I get tired of that. Stuff. You want to run for public office? Run on the platform of hey, we're finally going to end all this telemarketing spam call stuff and lower wing prices too. <laughs> <laughs> they keep on be elected them. in a heartbeat. If we yeah. could get rid of all this spam stuff. Uh, yeah, several a, yeah, several scammer, yeah. yeah. Michael and Cave Springs, Derek from Fayetteville, Alan and Alma, Nick and Fort Smith. All. But how did they connect? I, or is it just dumb coincidence? I think it's a guy I know from the golf course that I didn't have his number, and he doesn't have my number. Are you on a golf now? Huh? Did y'all set a, did y'all set yeah, a tea time? Yeah, we set a golf date. Yeah. Set a tea time at yeah. that point. Yeah. Uh, that uh, text out of five hundred one. Answer a call from best man. Probably the the similar thing that you went through. I've yeah. never had it be someone that I know, but I've had it that occurrence where it's a four seven nine or a five hundred one. And like yourself, I'm also quote unquote in sales, so just trying to again. Sometimes yeah. my numbers pass from an acquaintance or a client or someone to someone else, and then they in turn call me, so I call them back, and it's hey, I didn't call you, yeah. man. I'm just like, oh, all right, sorry. Bill from uh, Northeast Arkansas. I've had my number call myself. I've had that happen once too. Oh, have you? Yeah. That's weird. Where I've called, I'm like, and, and I thought, well, it's I've got the office number programmed under my contact. So oh, when okay. I share my contact information with, with a client or someone that doesn't have it, mm-hmm. they've got my office number. I thought, well, someone's calling me from the office phone. No, it's a, it's a, it's a scammer. You sparked a number oh, of I mean, different we texts. We got 40 texts in the last... 30 seconds. Yeah. There's uh, people just keep piling in on them. They getting frustrated about yeah. it. So I've been on the phone with somebody before and then a call comes in from that same number. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, I'm going to tell you, if you ever want to run for office, just run on the platform and we're going to end all this stuff. Yeah. And decrease wind prices. <laughs> well, that tells me is they obviously know like who's in our 
So what else contact, do they know? Contact list. Yeah. So if they know this, what what else do they know? Everything. Just scary. prepare. Stupid scary. Just That's prepare my beef. On that. All right. My beef. You know how I was talking about paying someone back last week? Like there's a certain time period. Like just. Have you ever actually done it? Paying someone back? Yeah. <laughs> I, I told you how annoying. I, as soon as I owe someone money, I try to immediately pay it. Because, I mean, there's too many. There's oh, it's the bets you don't pay. I'm sorry. Uh, well, no, carry on. The bets, again, <laughs> I mean, you saw it happen firsthand. The dang Michelob Alker got chucked across the yard. It just flew out of my hand after Devontae Smith went 70 yards on the dang third and six. Um, But this guy, I spanked his, his you-know-one fantasy this weekend. And he mm-hmm. was bombastic and all over the place about how he was going to kill me. So he yeah. he threw 50 bones on there and got slaughtered. I mean, I beat him by 80 points. Guy still hasn't paid me yet. That drives it's me insane. It's not a fair fight, uh, Ty, with all your knowledge, Thunderducks, all man. your insight. Second in the league I mean, right you're now. on a radio show for crying out loud. Yeah, you would think that would have... not even fair. you think that would lead to fantasy football success. Unfortunately, it hasn't. Um, I've been closer to the Sacco Award than I have winner. I actually have a decent team this year. A lot of former SEC players, but... That's driven me nuts. Um, it's I just I when someone owes me money, especially on a bet, and it's there's too many apps nowadays that it takes two seconds to do. Well, that's another beef of mine. Is we all need to standardize this. It's not my responsibility to download the one you've got. I'll just you know, Venmo is is Venmo the it's the universal app that. Middle-aged, old people, and okay. young people. Well, I'm use. not getting Cash App or Square or whatever. Yeah. Uh-uh. I ain't, I ain't doing it. I ain't signing up. I ain't linking my bank account. I'm not giving my Social Security number. You can either take my Venmo or go go, go, go kick rocks. Go pound sand. So can I request like 200 bucks from you on Venmo right now? Will you pay it off? Let's see if I can do this real quick. Let's see. Request. Do I owe you 200 bucks? No, I'm just going to okay. see. Tom, Where is there it? it is. Yeah. 200. Make sure it's not pay for being a good employee. <laughs> Can I expense that 200? Request. Yeah. All right. You've got Where a request. Where is the middle in finger emoji? Just, to, just <laughs> deny it. You just deny it at that point. Uh, no, I, then most, I would say the one that's uh, standard at that point. And I understand that. Uh, being, again, I feel like a bunch of people use it when it comes to... Uh, when it yeah. comes to the payment apps. Tommy in Las Vegas says, how about ads for things you only talked about but never searched for? I'm telling you, they're listening. Yes, that's, yeah. They're I'm, listening. I'm not going to push back on that. I've thought about that I for a while. Tried to figure out how to sell it. But or ads it, it, you've only thought about in yeah. your head. Boy, has that happened to you too? <laughs> yes. Where I haven't even spoke about something, but I was thinking about, hey, I need these uh, Titleist the golf waves. mitts or something. It was cold out there Monday. I need these, these <laughs> golf mitts or something. Mm-hmm. And you don't even, you didn't even search it. You just did it. Now you got an ad on Facebook for it. <laughs> right, you got to try how in the world. And, how in the world does that happen? Uh, so we got a 11 a.m. start on Saturday. You got to try and play at all this weekend. You going to get any? 11 a.m. starts either on, well, after the game, maybe. But well, I'm after. telling you, it's, it's going to be so dark. I mean, it gets dark. Well, Saturday will get it will get have to about six fifteen. But okay, by hustle, I can probably make it. Around. Trying to play, we're gonna play. They'd be there like when the final gun goes off. Yeah, again, that is uh, what's your brief Wednesday. Plenty of people responding, Tommy, to your uh, telephone telemarker. I think that was definitely a beef that not only you have, but several of our listeners share this morning based on the forty or fifty some odd texts, and we keep getting them this uh, this morning here on the McLarty Daniel huh. Hotline. It's the algorithm. Yeah. 
Ryan in Fayetteville says, my wife texted me a picture of a jacket in a store. Five minutes later, got an ad for it. Good marketing, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, he says stunning cheap. Again, that is your your beefs this morning. I do want to... So you brought up something earlier about the Duke game, and I want to get into that coming up in, in just a sec. We've got plenty of text this morning on the McCarty Daniel Hotline. If you've got a beef you have to voice over the airwaves, you can jump in with us. David's beef this morning is the amount of trucks on I-40. Alan's beef... <laughs> that are morning. all in the left lane. Yeah. Alan's beef this morning is uh, using his car for the pump of gas, and he gets duplicate uh, charges, I guess, to the... Uh, to the old credit card. That's happened to me before, and I'll submit a request to knock one of them out. All right, so we brought up the Duke game earlier, and even Musk, it was funny. Yeah, this caller, or excuse me, this person in person at Sassy's Monday asking, Coach, I know we don't look ahead to several games down the road, and they kind of pander for a sec, but this Duke game coming up and in, in November, which everyone's excited about. Gets asked. He told he went on talking about my sister asked for ten tickets. She's only getting one. I'm speaking to mm. Eric Musselman at this point. If you're an Arkansas basketball fan and you don't have season tickets and you haven't swindled one of your buddies to go to the game, do you try and buy tickets now? Tickets right now on the secondary market are going for over four hundred dollars in the upper deck, Tommy. Wow. Now, I had two morning rush listeners on Friday tell me they went ahead and bought tickets, three hundred seventy five pop. Lower bowl though, we probably corner though. Yeah, they're probably not. Not crazy. even sideline. Yeah, I what, would rather sit upper deck sideline than lower bowl corner. What is the most money you'd spend on Duke tickets? And two, is it smart to just go and pull the trigger now, rather than wait and try yes. to find a deal because closer? I don't think they're even if you ended up not wanting to go or couldn't go or something, you could probably get all your money back. So. Yeah, I'd pull if you if you even think you want to go, I'd pull the trigger now. Cuz I don't think there's really any direction but up they're going to go. Okay. So yeah, to answer your question, yeah. Pull the trigger now. What is a reasonable and I say cuz they're not really reasonable okay, reasonable sitting where? Reasonable lower bowl sidelines different than reasonable upper deck. Let's or say you got a decent lower bowl Decent lower bowl seat. What do you think is a proper amount of money that you would be, well, if you're a diehard Razorback basketball fan, what would you say, you know what, this is worth it to me to see what I believe is going to be the one one of the best games of the season in an atmosphere that will be basically untouched since maybe Auburn two years ago and, and UNLV when they came here and I guess not. I mean, I guess that's to each their own. It's the FOMO. It's the fear of missing out. I don't want to not be in the building and, and, and one of the most magical moments in your program's history, other than winning mm-hmm. a national championship or Final Four, probably one of the best moments in that building ever could possibly happen and you not be there. I mean, how many times has someone that missed the Auburn game a few years ago regretted that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't want to miss the possibility of something like that happening. So, I mean, for some people, 200 might be the top end. For others, it might be 1,000. I don't think I'd stretch out to 1,000 plus. Just go sell plasma twice and you'll pay right. for the ticket. I mean, whatever you got to do, man. Sell a kidney, sell a kid. I guess I mean, for me, 500 would be my... Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Three to five. 500, yeah. global. What about upper deck? Three, 350? Yeah. 300? Okay. I mean, All we right. just have a different view because we, you know, we're going to be there. But, I mean, that, yeah, I mean, I, I, I wish everybody could get in because I think if you could just have a, a, a ah, place for everyone... Hunter, just let them in, man. But that's what makes... Even if they like don't have special. a seat, just let them in. 
It's football season at your neighborhood Buffalo Wild Wings. And with 64-inch TVs, beer, burgers, and, you know, wings, Buffalo Wild Wings is the best choice to watch the big game. So bring the gang and join us this football season at your local Buffalo Wild Wings in Bryant, Little Rock, Sherwood, Conway, Jonesboro, and Fort Smith. Buffalo Wild Wings, beer, wings, sports, and your home for any game. Roar! Hey, sports fans, don't let plumbing issues throw you off your game. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric is here to tackle those pesky drain blockages and ensure your water heater is always in MVP form. With Pascal's world-class service, you can count on a winning play every time. Whether it's a quick drain clear or a water heater touchdown, Pascal's got the expertise to keep your home running smoothly. Stay in the game and leave the plumbing to the pros. Schedule your service online anytime at gopascal.com. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. You know, I love this idea from Jesse in Mountain Home, who texted on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. It's not going to happen, but he's suggesting convert Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium to an outdoor basketball court for the Duke game, kind of like they did for Nebraska mm-hmm. volleyball. They had, what, like 60,000, 70,000 fans? At that Nebraska volleyball game a month or yeah, so ago. Yeah, he's got a, a women's sports women's record. Women's sports record. Yeah. How many fans do you think would show up for Duke, Arkansas in cold November night on Not the 29th? Not as many as you think because of the cold November night. You think so? Yeah. Even if Arkansas found found themselves undefeated at that point and Duke was walking here as the number one team well, in the country? As Chuck would say, we're talking about something that's never going to happen. Talking about so, basketball? Yeah. I think a lot of people would. You just wish you were Syracuse. You just had a dome. Just put them in a dome. Yeah, because the carrier, I think it's uh, 38 to 40,000. That's what makes it special, what's going to happen. There is a limited number of seats. Mm-hmm. There is only so many places in that building. But you know what? If you don't go take care of business in November, if you don't come into that game with no more than a loss or two at the most, that game isn't going to mean a whole lot. Yeah, Alcorn State is your first official game this following Monday. I think it's a 7 o'clock game, and I know people are excited about the season opener, as they will be for the Bahamas trip coming up right around Thanksgiving. Uh, remind, remind us to ask Chuck about his week next week. He was, I was just thinking about this. Basketball Monday, Eric Bussman Live Tuesday, yeah. Sam Pippen Live week. Wednesday. <laughs> Gee. I think there might be some Thursday. Then try, you know, and then you got you know football that week. He's gonna have a busy weekend. Give me the Hog Chuck's podcast. Isn't there Monday, another game Wednesday, later in the? I think there might the be a basketball game Friday. I can't remember, but yeah, it's gonna be a busy week. Yeah, that's set up. And uh, speaking of, and he gets to do the show with us. Yeah, yeah he's. <laughs> I, I know he's excited about that. Speaking yeah, of that overlap time is when it gets really crazy. Yeah. Time to golf. Yep. Speaking of scheduling, uh, Muss was talking about their schedule on Monday. I know Alcorn State and some of these other non-conference op- opponents like Furman and others don't exactly stand out on the page, but at the end of the day, you're going to have a pretty good non-conference schedule once again. Coach Root has done an amazing job. I think he's the best schedule maker in the entire country. When you look at the eight years that he's put together a, a schedule heading into this year, every year... Regardless of where we finish in conference play, we're right there hearing our name called on Selection Sunday, and it's because of the work that he does, the study that he does on playing teams like Alcorn State that have an opportunity to win their league. And then when people are trying to decide who are the at-large teams because of your non-conference play, you're in you're in the conversation. So Alcorn State's a SWAC team. I believe they won the conference title last year and one of the favorites for this year. So. I mean, don't play the name game, and he's right. It seems like you look up, and then you look back at the end of the year, and 
well, that team was, you know, one or two in their conference. That team won their conference tournament. That team won their regular season. I don't know how, I mean, he's the guy you need to sit down and pick his brain <laughs> when you're filling out your bracket or, uh, you know, trying to make other predictions maybe with your wallet. Wasn't Arkansas the eight seed last year and Illinois was the nine seed, if I remember that right? And yeah. you were curious, I believe that's correct, you didn't know where Arkansas was going to slot. Some people thought they were going to be the 10 seat based on how you finished in conference play with only one win in the SEC tournament. And yet, again, Arkansas... Yeah, the strength of schedule carried you mm-hmm, up. It yeah. did. So that's, a again, he's done a great job, Ruta has, since he's been here. And I think Arkansas has another good, not just the marquee non-conference games like you have in the Bahamas and Duke, but these other ones as well. And Oklahoma, I, I don't know how good they're going to be this year, but it's at least a name that people know to this point in time. I uh, want to mention some, by the way, Muss and Danielle dressed up as Bugs Bunny and Lola last night for uh, for Halloween. We did not do it. No, you didn't. I'm, throw- I'm, on, I'm just going to guess that he was Bugs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just guessing there. Yes, yeah, from Space Jam, for yeah. those that didn't know that, <laughs> that reference uh, to any point. I saw this uh, trailer, Tommy, and I, I think you've mentioned before, the true character uh, documentary or or whatever SEC, SEC story storied. that comes out next. It's next Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Yeah, there's going to be a... Uh, Sorry, 14th, not next Tuesday, following Tuesday. Right, and there's going to be a premiere in Harrison. Uh, you want to go? We've been invited. We want to go. Hey, well, that's the night before. It's um, I got the details somewhere, but yeah, they're going to premiere this thing ahead of its release uh, in Harrison. Oh, that's and cool. uh, so we'll, we'll have some details on that uh chance that we'll be there and get involved and get to see it uh, ahead of its television debut if you will i think uh i think i know some of the some of the uh, principles of the story you know I, I think clint sterner may be there for this premiere there's gonna be be some of the guys involved in the story uh, they read me off a list on in a phone call i was on but yeah there, there, there's gonna be some stuff in harrison and brandon's hometown uh to um you know, to roll this thing out. I'm excited to, to see it again. I told I told them when they called and asked, and really they begged if you would go, I said, if there's not red carpet, if there's not people taking pictures, I mean, if it's not a black tie deal, I don't know that tie will be there. Is there snacks? Limousine? I'll get you a bag of cheese. I love how sometimes I get painted on the show as this With a bag of goldfish kind of snacks. DB, and and that's anything but reality. I'm about as basic. We may go up there for that. I told them that we were a definite maybe. There's snacks involved. I could be convinced to to go there. Uh, Women's softball back in action. Excuse me, not softball. Women's volleyball back in action tonight against the Georgia Bulldogs in Athens. It's at 6 o'clock on the SEC Network+. Plus. Soccer team took care of business last night. They had their one lone SEC loss. They blasted Auburn 4-0. On to the semifinals we go. They'll take on Mississippi State this Thursday at 5 o'clock on the SEC Network. Trivia question. Where's the SEC soccer tournament, and why aren't we there live right now? It is in Orange Beach. Pensacola. Pensacola. I knew mm-hmm. it was down there somewhere, but mm-hmm. wasn't it in Close. Orange Beach? Or I believe or so. Or am I just confusing the I, two? I believe so at this point. Yeah, it's, Do they it's, play on the beach? Well, I don't know where the stadium no, is located that, that they play. They actually play on a soccer field. Sand soccer is a lot of fun if you've ever uh, played that. I don't that think on. that's how they're going to decide the title. No, but, yeah, they play, they played it down there. It makes sense this time of the year. You want to get people to attend and mm-hmm. and you make it a reward by having it in a place like that it's a reward to to get there and then a reward to win and get to stick around yep and hopefully they continue on they beat auburn who do they play next uh mississippi state number 18 mississippi state this mm-hmm. thursday at five that is again on the who SEC will score more points 
The Arkansas soccer team, will they get three or more goals or will the football, or or, who will have more points when playing Mississippi State, the soccer team or the football team? I don't think. Uh, Oh, yeah, probably soccer team. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I thought you were going to say this weekend, too. No, 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 no. What I'm wondering is Colby Hell's bunch gets four goals and we can only muster three points against their football team. Well, I would probably say that's going to happen. It happened the same weekend that you played a soccer game and the football game. So I would say there's a good chance of that happening to this point. Hi, everybody. This is Chris George from Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas gifts, weddings, heirloom family treasures. And at Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we only have one sale every year, and it's right now. Every single item in our store is value priced for Christmas. We do custom one-of-a-kind jewelry. If that's what you're looking for, come see us. You can get anything fixed for a Christmas gift. Selection, quality, service, and Christmas red tag prices now through Christmas at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. Have you tried Benville Brewing's new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale? It's handcrafted in Arkansas. You'll taste the great tropical citrus, including the passion fruit, the guava, and pineapple. It's creamy, zingy, and zows the taste buds. It's weird, wonderful, and wacky all at the same time. Try the new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale from Benville Brewing. Clay, Hunter... You're a check dressed up as Ric Flair yesterday. Daniel and Daniel and Eric dressed up as Bugs and Lola Bunny. Did you dress up last night? Tommy and I did not on Halloween. I was uh, Doctor Hook. I mean Doctor uh, Trout. Doctor Trout. And Gene Ann was Minnie Minnie Mouse. Okay. All right. So there was. Some... She was the cutest Minnie Mouse ever. Did uh? Did what did Doctor Trout look like? What what? Describe for me a uh, Doctor Trout. Orvis fishing rod. No, I had uh, scrubs. I had uh, a Dr. Trout hang tag with uh, my name and my picture on it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, be able to get into the surgery room. You <laughs> paging know. Dr. Trout. Yep. Paging Dr. Yeah. Trout. <laughs> and and had uh, a buff that covered my head, you know, so, you know, you got to have a hairnet type of deal in surgery. So mm. Okay. So there was actually some effort that was put into last night relative to absolutely. what me and Tommy did. Mm. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I didn't just, you know, put on jeans and a sweatshirt and say I was a college student. I went, I dressed up as an Uber driver uh, because that's what I did last night was went and... You were an Uber Isn't yeah. that your job? Like from... Well, that's, hey, when you become Florida. parents of preteens and teenagers, that's, and you know, in some ways it's the scariest, but also the most liberating day of your life when, you're, when your children are old enough to drive themselves. Clay knows this. It's the scariest thing ever when they back out of that driveway for the first time on their own. Hey, let me have the keys, Dad. But it's also... <laughs> It's also a liberating moment too, isn't it, Clay? You're gonna... It's liberating until you get in the car the next day and the gas tank is empty. Well, that's that's just a given. Yeah. And there's I... McDonald's cups on the floor and you yeah. know. So my, my Oh, bro- that happens with me. Yeah. So. <laughs> my brother and I used to share Did our... you get was your tip uh, last night, did you get some Snickers and some Reese's peanut butter? No, I had to there? fight for it. I had to, I had to, I had to demand. Oh, was he stingy last night? Yeah, I I'm and, and I you know, I left him all the stuff he liked. I just wanted the Butterfinger. I got one Butterfinger out of his bag. Was there, what, what are you? You like the Heath bars, Heath too, bar. I mean, Is Heath, there any Heath the, bar in there? I've become a Heath bar fan. I, I like Heath's. Okay. Did he give you, like, the erasers and the pencils? Um, I don't. I didn't see those. There were some of them glow sticks. There really wasn't any bad stuff. Dylan, and it's kind of like Clay. Clay will never tell you where the fish are biting. They'll just tell you they are. 
He's never going to give up his secret fishing hole. So I'm not giving up Dylan's ace uh, Halloween candy gathering spot. But dude came home with like 12 full-size candy bars. He found the honey hole of Halloween trick-or-treating. So you, in the neighborhood so you, where they were just, giving away full-size candy bars. So you turn your head around and go back. Yes, sir. Like, yeah. well, hey, there's a different guy. You know, that's funny you bring that up because Musk was talking about that this week, Clay. When I was seven, eight, nine years old about trying to out-compete everybody to get more candy and how I had to sprint from door to door. And after I had lapped the neighborhood to run in the house and have a quick second change of uniform, or a different Halloween costume so that when I went back to a house a second and third time, they didn't recognize me. And so the theme was effort, energy, and enthusiasm. Collect as much candy as you can. You know, we did have a polar bear, a Coca-Cola polar bear in there, and he kind of represented Zach Eady and how we had to beat that polar bear up up and down the floor and how I didn't think that that polar bear outfit could outrace me in the Dr. Pepper outfit. You'll see Pittman dressing up this weekend in the locker room for the game. For Florida, I don't believe a, so. That's just a must thing. Don't believe so. They may they may need Doctor Trout to work on the offense. Paging Doctor Trout, can you yeah. fix the RPO? Paging well, Doctor Trout, can you fix the tempo? Yeah, give, give them the right flies, right? Yeah. Tell them tell them to use that. Uh, <laughs> is it Bobby Garland monkey milk? Yeah, something? yeah, something of that. They need to uh, they need to land them a lunker this week. Here, Clay, I just brought this up, and this is just, and you've watched more football than all of us put together. But even great units like the defense this year can't do it 12 games in a row. Even the great teams like Bama have games where another unit has to pick them up. This defense has been pretty much on point through the eight games, and I just wonder, are we reaching that point where we could expect an off game from the defense? Now would not be the time for that, and I'm a little concerned that there's going to be one of those in there because that's just the nature of the game. Yeah, you're right. It could happen. But it seems to me that that's the one thing that travels is defense and that you, you're you usually more consistent. Offense up and down, you drop balls, you know, like, you know, uh, you know may, maybe, you know, you, you face a defense that's a little different. Um, I think that they, you know, that, that their defense will do well against Florida. I think they've uh, the Florida struggled at all on offense too. I mean, I think Arkansas like, like averages twenty four, and Florida averages like twenty five and a half. I mean, it's very yeah. similar teams as far as the stats go. And you can say, well, they play different schedules. Yeah, they have, um, but it's uh, yeah. I think that the we, we shall see. But I have confidence that uh, you know Travis can get his defense to travel. And they've, the, had, and they've had two weeks. Yeah. Uh, you've, Graham Mertz has not turned the ball over that much. He only has two interceptions on the year. But you look on the other side, Clay, Florida doesn't force a lot of turnovers either. So this could be a game where Arkansas has been pretty opportunistic in that area. Maybe you have an advantage in that court category this weekend as well. I don't see and, – and, you know, we've, we've been to Gainesville in, in times when they've had – you know, like an ace playmaker, or maybe even two or three. Yeah. You know, you, you know they don't have a, you know, a, a Tebow. They don't have a Kyle Pitts. They they don't have that, that you know, forces your defense to do something to account for, uh, what I call a special elite player. They're good, and they've got SEC talent, but that's what they're missing. In Florida, in you know, Florida is just like Arkansas. They they haven't shown. 
that they have a guy on the outside that really you know takes the top off. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I haven't seen that. Maybe you guys have. No, I mean there's no Percy Harvin, yep. Antonio Callaway, anyone like that on this. No, they like they like to. Florida likes to demonstrate their speed on the edges. They yeah. they like to run those. Coach talked about that. Those stretch plays and trying to beat you to the corner. I mean hiding the football is what right. It's a misdirection. I mean mm-hmm. coach compared it to Clay to the old wing T. It's not, but I mean the point is multiple handoffs or at least. The play action behind the line of scrimmage that to make you be disciplined. So, so is that yeah. a, is that assignment football at that point? It uh, is. They make you, you they make you play discipline on defense. They're, they're not going to say, "All right, we we know the tailback's going to get it, and it's going to be in these three holes." Not going to be like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're going to move guys around and you know side try line to do to things, yeah. formations, and they play horizontally. To, to get their edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did. I was listening to Trajan Jeffcoat last night. He's excited. I think the other players are too to play in this atmosphere. It's pretty cool. I'm going to be honest. This is pretty cool. Florida fans are real hype. I mean, but sure, that just motivates for us. So I'm looking forward to it. So you had the four straight, and I know the A&M game was technically a neutral side game in Dallas, but you weren't in Donald W. You come back, you lose the game in Mississippi State, you got to buy, and you're back on the road. I mean, what has just this last six or seven weeks been like for this football team with all the travel and all they've had to do to this point? Yeah, I, I think the the big thing to watch for is exactly what Sam said a week ago Monday that they lacked. Do they have energy? Uh, do they have their spirit back on offense? Do they, do they have mojo? And they lacked it. You know, at Mississippi State, you know, they were lethargic on offense. And I think that's what he's worried about, and that's what he's tried to fix. And let's see if that happens. And, you know, that might be worth a touchdown or two. And, you know, like who brings the fight? And by the same token, you look across the field, and those guys have just played a rivalry game. You know, they just played Georgia. That's their that's their Super Bowl. That's their Texas. Mm-hmm. And, and they lost. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so what's their spirit like? And so – Energy to me is the the key thing. Arkansas has got an open date. Uh, you know, of course, then there's the you know the physical aspect of having a different play caller, and and see if that helps KJ's mojo. You know, is is he doing the things that he likes to do, in the order that he likes to do them? And I'm talking about checks and reads, and so those are the key things to to look for. I think we'll know in. in in the first quarter, you know, if those things, if it looks like it's, quote, working. Well, I think the other factor that you have to kind of put in this game, so we know Arkansas has to win this game in order to be bowl eligible mm-hmm. moving forward. you got to win the next four. Florida, though. They're all must win, yeah, right? If Florida doesn't win this game, though, there's a good chance they're not going to get to a bowl because well, they're they have five to and play. three, right? Yeah, they're five and three, would be five and four after this game if they lose. And they have to play, again, LSU, Missouri, and Florida State. Okay. I don't think any of those are guaranteed. That's murder's so, row. Yeah. So for Billy Napier, he he might not be saying this to his team, but and they go to Columbia. Yeah. By the way, that that game's not in Gainesville. He knows the value of this win, getting to bowl eligibility, because as you just said, Clay, the murder's row that falls Arkansas. Yeah, they might get a cold one in Columbia. Right? <laughs> Who thought Missouri would be part of Murderer's Row? I mean, I mean, seriously, they're number twelve in this poll. But who thought Missouri would yeah. be part of Murderer's Row? They're playing good on defense, and you don't turn it over. Man, that's a good combination. Yeah, mm-hmm. Clay, I asked that uh, we we did our uh, Morning Rush Daily question earlier, presented by Red River Dodge, and I asked the question: 
Does Arkansas have a better shot this weekend in Gainesville or the final weekend of the season against Missouri at home on that Friday? I know injuries well, affect. Yes, yeah, I, I think part of the answer to that question is how they play this week. Okay. If they if they play well this week and they say we've we've got a chance, and you start building momentum, well then they might. But if they you know if they don't play well this weekend and they don't. Uh, get a victory, and they go into that last weekend, and what do they have to play for? All it is is that you know that trophy. Uh, I wouldn't like Arkansas's chances nearly as well in a place that they've never won. They've never won in the swamp either. Hadn't played there very many times, and it's kind of the same story uh, for O Field. Just hadn't played there many times, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's been the doldrums of Arkansas football in the last five or six years going to Missouri. So I I get that. Um, but it's, uh, you know, I, I do remember a game in the swamp that Arkansas should have won with Bobby Petrino mm. and, and Mark Curls was there. And because he was there, we'll never forget that name. I don't no. really have to go into very much. I just say Mark Curls in the swamp yeah. and Razorback fans, uh, they go for the Prilosec. Yeah. They remember, uh, Malcolm Shepard. They remember the whole, the whole deal and how that, yeah. that did cost you the, the pouncy board, you know, yeah. you know, blindsided and uh, still rocked him. Yep, and then the pass interference in the end zone that wasn't uh, called. Deontay Tom, that was a BS call too. Trust me, that I can name every play that went against Arkansas that game. I think Ramon Broadway was on that coverage too. It still sticks in my crawl to this day. So I know Arkansas fans, Clay, have joked about Mark Curls being the Gator they hate the most. You, you, we brought up some players more recently. It is a what's there's your beef. St- there's still a chance he'd referee this game. He's uh, on a crew. Jeez. Yeah. It, it is a what's your beef Wednesday. Is there a Gator over the years that you've had the most beef with? Some of the guys I had jotted down, um, and I'm a go. Well, probably Tebow because, you know, that he robbed the Heisman from uh, from – Darren McBadden, who was the best player in the he, – he fit the description for the Heisman ballot, the most outstanding player in America. It was Darren McFadden. I mean, it just mm-hmm. – and Tebow had the stats, but it, it's like, you know, he was running an offense that's going to give him stats. And meanwhile, you know, Darren was uh, running for, you know, almost 2,000 yards and just, just ripping through every good defense all by himself. I mean, just like beating them to the edge, running over guys. Uh, splitting the safeties at uh, at, at Georgia. I mean, it, it just it, it just to me every time I see Tebow, I was like, man, that that, that guy's a thief. Yeah, he's a fraud. The hardest one for me still is not oh nine; it's oh six in Atlanta. I mean, Reggie, hey, the Reggie Fish game, and yeah, we Chris Lee, punt. Brandon Block punt turned that game. Yeah. Oh, I mean, so you had him on the ropes, and you thought you were going to finish him off, and yeah. Oh. So that that's a game where. You know, everybody talks about offense, defense. You lost that game on the special teams. I mean, the the, the fake punt when you had them pinned back, yep. you were fixing to add to your lead, and all at once they go score, and then right on top of that, they get a stop, and Reggie Fish goes back to the three. You know, leaves the ten. He's not supposed to leave the ten. Goes backwards, and that's a fumble. That's special teams. And that that's the key to this game as well. You know, a special teams or two could determine this game because I don't think either offense is just going to roll up big numbers. Um, and you lost uh, in 09. People forget that Teata had a chance to, I think, put him up within 10 minutes of that game. He missed a field goal wide left. So special teams has not been your 
your aid against the Florida Gators, not just in the swamp, but, but anywhere for that matter. This is the best Arkansas special teams have been with coverage. And I know it's changed with kickoffs and the um, and the fair catch and then the ball at the 25 on most kickoffs. But coverage and the punting and, and of course, the place kicking, Clay, I th- this is as good as Arkansas has been in a long time, top to bottom on special teams. Much improved. And you're right. Uh, the kicking and the punting have been good enough that it's 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 – really helped your coverage now i will say uh a key part of the texas a&m game was you know was a punt return for a touchdown it's you you got a punt return for a touchdown too earlier in the season so that so that that's good uh but i think satania is a weapon and you know he he can you know that's a guy that if he gets it blocked up right he could he could do some damage in the swamp. Yeah. Rangers fans are hiding, riding high after last night. 11-7 victory over the Diamondbacks. So th- down or up 3-1. Here's the final call from last night on Fox. And a 2-2 pitch to Christian Walker. Fly, foul ground. That is caught by low. And that does it for game four. An explosion for the Rangers. A couple of five-run innings. And the Texas Rangers are one win away from their first world championship. Clay, Tommy and I were discussing this earlier. The viewership in the first three games has been the lowest ever for a World Series. We haven't really been invested. Have you watched any of this to this point as the Rangers are on the brink of winning their first ever championship? I have not watched a game start to finish, but I've watched parts of, of all the games. You know, in other words, I flip over, figure out, hey, what, what's the score? How's this going? And then I might watch the very end. And, uh, you know, Friday and Saturday were, you know, I was watching football more than I was the, the World Series. But uh, the last two nights I've kind of kind of gotten a little bit more of that. that that's what I watched last night. Um, you know, you don't have those star pitchers going. And, um, you know, Scherzer is, I guess he's done. Um, you know, he's not going to pitch anymore. And, and then... The biggest player, biggest star for um, for Texas is is it Arlandas Garcia? Is that how you say it? I think that's um, right. Yeah, I mean he's out for the rest of the series, so it's kind of it's it's uh, uh, yeah, you got it, Tommy. It's it's the it's not you know a star-studded deal. I you know that Fox is just kind of hanging their heads a little bit that we didn't get anything that that really uh, goes. You know, as far as a national theme, uh, you know, I, you know, it, Arizona, they don't even put people in their stands until now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they've, baseball's, uh, it's just, it's just really lost its stripe. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, the best podcast in the natty state. Just search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.